Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. This is our second season with Sharing the Word, and I want to thank all our listeners who supported this podcast channel. If you feel the Lord leading you to support our ministry, our media network, from our radio station to our podcast channels, please visit us at tldmevangelisticradionetwork.com slash donate, or click the link at the bottom of this podcast channel and donate as well. We thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you for your support. Now, over the last several weeks or months, I've been prepping everyone to know that there is a series coming up, which starts after this message. Can't wait for it. It's called uh, The Book of Ecclesiastes, Wisdom Keys for Life. And I pray that you will tune in. I've been preparing uh, (laughs) my team that this is also going to be recorded in our video podcast as well. So, Sharing the Word has a podcast channel, and we would like to share this message to the world, uh, video as well as audio, and I pray that you would let your family and friends know that you can listen to Sharing the Word at these uh, podcast channels or on our website, as well as our video podcast channel is streaming also on YouTube. My friends, I haven't heard and I haven't seen many preachers preaching on the subject of wisdom as much as well as preaching out of the book of Ecclesiastes. So I'm looking forward to this and I'm looking forward to the next series that are coming up, which is the study of end times. So thank you for listening to this series on wisdom. And I will close uh, today on this episode on the culmination of wisdom and how it really got started, even with King David and his son Solomon, who, who's the one who's known for being the most wisest leader of all time. And then the Bible tells us that we too can ask for wisdom, like Solomon did, as well as what's written in the book of James, chapter 1. So let me go with the story. So Solomon is the, is the successor of King David. Solomon loved the Lord. He loved he loved his father David, obviously, and David appointed him as successor king of Israel. And it says in 1 Kings chapter 3 that Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the decrees of his father David. Now you got to understand just like one of the episodes I remember covering is especially in 1 Kings chapter 2 that King David told Solomon Hey, hey, son, I'm dying. I'm old. I'm going to be in heaven one day. I hope everybody else can join me up there one day. Not everybody, everybody's going to go to heaven, but I hope everybody wants to go to heaven is what he was really trying to say to him. But here's what I want to give you, son. Obey all the teachings, the laws of Moses, all the decrees, the statutes, and you will be blessed, successful in all that you do and wherever you go. So Solomon in chapter three of first Kings gives us an understanding of what that upbringing was like to be with a man of God like David. Now, David made mistakes. We all sin and fall short to the glory of God. I sin and fall short to the glory of God. We all do. But David was a man of wisdom as well. And it said that one night uh, in verse 5 of 1 King chapter 3, that the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, What do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. 
Now listen to me, my friends. I know not everybody can say they have dreams that they hear God speaking. But if you're in the word enough, if you pray enough, you'll hear God. And there's times when you're feeding your brain with a lot of things of God, you'll start having dreams about God. I, I do. I watch a, a movie sometimes or other programs and my dreams come out <laughs> with some weird stuff. We all can relate to that. But I want God, as the Bible says in Joel as well as in Acts, that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh and people will dream and have visions. So I want you to fill your mind with the word of God. Amen? If you can fill your mind with the word of God, you will be able to hear God's voice even in your dreams as well as uh, when you're just doing your daily activity. Amen? So what happened here is that Solomon is in bed sleeping. And it said that the Lord spoke to him in a dream. The Lord could speak to you from a TV show, through a radio program. He could speak to you through a friend, a family member. And the Lord asked him, the Lord said to Solomon in a dream, what do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. Wow. Imagine the Lord appearing to you in a dream, or you heard him through some music, or through some kind of person, or you're just in your prayer and you hear his voice, and he asks you, what do you want? Always pray for God's will to be done. Solomon in the dream responds this way in verse 7. Well, let me start off here. So Solomon responds to the Lord in this dream, like they're having a conversation, starting in verse 6. Solomon replied, So when the Lord appeared to Solomon and asked him a question like, What do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. Solomon replies in verse 6. You show faithful love to your servant, my father, David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued your faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Verse 7. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David, but I am like a child, a little child, who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous, they cannot be counted. Now, here's what's important, what his prayer request is. And God always knows what you're going to say. He says in verse 9, Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself, is able to govern this great people of yours. What Solomon asked was this, give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people. That's wisdom. And give me the ability to know the difference between right and wrong. That's discernment. For who by himself, is able to govern this great people of yours. See, my friends, I've said in previous messages, pray this prayer. I pray this prayer every day. Lord God, 
Fill me with wisdom, boldness, discernment, and the knowledge of your word so that I can please you, my God. That's an example of what I pray because I've learned that as a little kid what Solomon prayed here in his message response back to God. Verse 10 in 1 Kings chapter 3, which is important while you'll know that you please God with your prayer request. The Lord says to him, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. Two, one. On Solomon's prayer request in verse 9, God replied in verse 11 and said this to him. Very important for you to understand this. Because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else had ever and will have. So he says, I will give you this wisdom that no one has had or ever will have. So it's like getting a a hundred pound stone of wisdom when the average person may get maybe a 10 pound bag of wisdom. I don't know. He just had more wisdom than anybody has ever had, more than his own father, King David. But then God says to him, which is very important, in verse 12, I will give you what you've asked, for I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have, and I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in the world, no king in the whole world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me, key word, follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon woke up and realized he had a dream. So let me just say this to you. I've been preaching on wisdom for a while. I love wisdom, and wisdom is important. And many people say, well, that's King Solomon. That's different. Uh, That was a different era in time. Uh, We we, we can't say, you know, that's the same thing. And, And I would say you're wrong, my friends, because the Bible even says in James 1, ask for wisdom and give it to you. But even in the book of Acts chapter 6, that when the church was deciding the administration and who should run certain programs, ministry programs, they picked a man named Stephen. And then people started to argue with Stephen. Stephen was full of grace, God's grace and power, and performed amazing miracles and signs among the people, according to Acts chapter 6, starting in verse 8. And even though those people who were against Stephen, because they didn't like him, maybe because he was young, he was a young man, None of them, according to verse 10, could stand up against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. So my whole point is, the spirit of God is wisdom. Listen to me. The spirit of God is wisdom. When you ask the Lord to be in your life, and God says, I will give you the Holy Spirit, 
In order to have the Holy Spirit, you must obey God. Amen? So if you're obeying God, you've already been filled with wisdom. But keep asking God for wisdom daily. Just like ask God for faith. Ask God for faith, wisdom, boldness, discernment, because there's so much evil out in the world. And that through those prayer requests, God, listen to me, God will answer your prayer because those are the things he wants you to really ask for. He doesn't want you to ask for a brand new car or a brand new house. He will give you those things, but the desire of your heart should be, Lord, give me wisdom to obey you. Solomon says, give me wisdom to lead your people because I don't know how my daddy did it, David. I don't know how anybody can do it. Look how many people I got. So you need to be a person that continually asks God for wisdom and learn that the only way to govern anything in your life, from your family to your job to the businesses or your ministry, you must be a person of wisdom. If you are a person of wisdom, because you got the Holy Spirit in you, then you'll be able to say things that no one can refute. You'll be able to do things that people go, huh, how did you do that? Give the testimony. And even though people will hate you like they hated Stephen and made lies about him, and then getting into chapter seven of the book of Acts, Stephen was able to give a very expository lesson on the whole history of Israel. From Abraham to Moses to Jesus. You want a complete narrative of the whole historicity of Israel, just read Acts chapter 7. Very powerful. But that was wisdom when he was speaking. So you will be able to have wisdom that even the common man will not be able to question or even refute what you're saying because God is speaking through you because the word of God never returns void. So Solomon proved it. He has the prayer that's in the book of 1 Kings chapter 3. Learn to continue to ask God for wisdom. Live by the book of the Bible, the books of the Bible, and follow the examples of the people of God who live by wisdom. Like David, King David, like King Solomon, and other kings who were doing righteous, holy things. Like the apostles in the book of Acts who are being led by the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of wisdom. Amen? Do that and you will be successful. Ask God for wisdom according to the epistle of James and God will give it to you without reproach. If you do that, you will be able to obey God and be blessed wherever you go and bless whatever you do. This is my prayer for you. This is my hope for you. As we get ready next week to get into the book of of Ecclesiastes. Join me, my friends, and be a person of faith, wisdom, bonus discernment, and the knowledge of God's word. That's my prayer for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. 
Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ. <music>